the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Did OJ confess? Now, this is the the weirdest thing I've heard uh, because he constantly, continually says, hypothetically, hypothetically, hypothetically. But he wrote a book called If I Did It, where he describes exactly what he would have done if he did it. But it's all hypothetical. Mm -hmm. But listen to this interview. You want to take it? Uh, sure. Uh, here is, here's what you're talking about, him constantly talking about how hypothetical this interview is. And you write in the book, now picture this and keep in mind that this is Purely hypothetical. 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 Yes. Why don't you tell me what might have happened on the night of June 12th, 1994? <laughs> and let's just walk yeah, through the night. I, well, first of all, it's, this is very difficult for me to do this. Uh, it was very difficult for me because it's hypothetical. I know and I accept well, the fact that like people are going to feel whatever way they're going to feel. Again, like if you actually took the murder of the mother of your children seriously, even if you didn't do it, mm -hmm. why on earth would you go on television and, and write a book called If I Did It and, and try to profit or... It makes absolutely no sense. It's one of the strangest things I've ever seen a person do. I mean, no. this, is, this whole life was this accusation and he comes out and essentially admits it then just says it's a hypothetical. You watched it last night? Yeah. Did you watch the, mm -hmm. the conversation afterwards, the round table? Uh, Wasn't there a conversation it, afterwards? Yeah, I think they expanded into a, like a two-hour thing. Well, yeah, it was a two-hour thing. Yeah, okay. So yeah. where they were saying, where she was saying the reason why he said it was hypothetical? Yeah, uh, that was staggering to me because yeah. she basically said, and they didn't really delve into this, but the well, they might have, but it might still be in a maybe. vault. We'll find it right. years from now. <laughs> the most important thing that was said last night, to, uh, as far as I was concerned, was what um, Judith Regan. What Judith Regan yeah. said. He told her, he said, I want to do this hypothetical because I, I want to confess, but I don't want my children yeah. to know. The quote was to, to, he wanted to, she, he wanted to do it in a hypothetical because he wanted to quote, maintain deniability with his children. Uh, that's amazing. So she's saying he actually confessed to her. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's a confession, but for her, for him to say to her, yeah, I, I did do it, so, but let, I want deniability with my kids is unbelievable. Let's go because um, his, his confession is just really weird. Mm -hmm. um, here's, here's where he describes how Charlie uh, went with him over to Nicole's house. This guy, Charlie, shows up, the guy we had recently become friends with, and uh, I don't know why you had been by Nicole's house, but it told me you wouldn't believe what's going on over there. And... Uh, and I remember thinking, well, whatever's going over there has got to stop, right? So uh -huh. we kind of hooked up together, and, uh, you know, I'm kind of broad-stroking this. We go over, get into Bronco and go over. Let, let's just go back and do the details. Where did you I'm park? i the detail. You park in, in the hypothetical in the alley. Right. You park in the alley. Yeah. And you put on a wool cap and gloves. Uh, in the hypothetical, I put on cap and gloves. Right. Yeah. Okay, stop and, for a second. Can we stop for a second? Um, you reached under the seat for... Notice, n notice he, he's drawn a weird line here. She says, can we stop? Can we go back on the details? Where did you park the car? And he said, I don't want to talk about the details. Mm-hmm. And then you Why put not? The... If it's a hypothetical, why? Right. 
Yeah. Strange. There would be no reason. Yeah, he's, no got, a reason. Weird, he's got a weird line there. Let You're me just make, making all this up. Why not tell us the let details? Me make, let me make a case in the other way. He didn't do it, and he's like, I'm not going to use, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you uh, the cap and gloves thing because that's in the murder trial. And that's what everybody, you know, we talked about the gloves, you know, so I'm not going to. That'd be a good theory if he didn't go ahead and And admit that he had a glove and that he must have taken it off because they found it. Uh, He admits that in, in the confession part. Okay, let's continue. Uh, in hypothetical, I put on a cap and gloves. Right. Yeah. And um, you reached under the seat for? Um, a knife. I always kept a knife in the car for the crazies and stuff because you can't travel with a gun. And I remember Charlie saying, you ain't bringing that. And I didn't, right? But I believe he took it. Charlie took the knife? Yeah. Oh, there you go, yeah. In the book. Yeah. Yes. In the book. Because uh, Pat was making the case before we came on that maybe Charlie is essentially his alter ego or is, you know, mm-hmm. is on the other side of him. And he says, I reached under the seat to get the knife. And then he, then he a moment later says, I don't I don't think I took it. I think Charlie took it. And then I don't know if we mm-hmm. have we get this far there's, into his confession. There's one more clip here. Right. here real quick. Uh, here, it's uh, fascinating how this transpires. Yeah. Listen. As things got heated, uh, I just remember the cold fell. And hurt herself. And uh, mm. this guy kind of got into a karate thing. And I said, well, you think you can kick my ass? And I remember I grabbed the knife. I do remember that portion, taking the knife from Charlie. And to be honest, after that, I don't remember. Except I'm standing there and there's all kind of stuff around. And um, um, mm. <laughs> what kind of stuff? It's, it's Blood insane. and stuff around. You know, we, Blood. You know, I hate to say this, but this is not even that. I'm right, sorry. Right. I know we got to back up again. Right. <laughs> it's know? okay. I'm going to back up. This is hard. This is this hard. Is hard. Yeah. It's really hard. That's why I'm laughing. It's weird. If you made uh, a hypothetical in a book, why uh, would you bl- write the hypothetical as you blacked out and don't remember any of the details of the thing you're talking about? Like, you could hypothetically uh-huh. remember them, right? Yeah. I mean, he's obviously... Well, he may have been, again... He play his yes, side. Yes. He may have been saying, well, I don't want to upset my children, and so I don't want to describe all of that. I don't believe him for a second. I uh, want you to know. Right. If he just, doesn't want to upset his children, this shouldn't have ever happened. Yeah, you just yeah. don't do this. He yeah, but he's, a weird, he's got weird lines. Yeah, he does. I, I'll tell you, Charlie grabbed the knife, but I won't tell you that I put the gloves on. I mean, hello. Uh, very, very bizarre. Do you watch the whole thing, Pat? Yeah, mm-hmm. what was all your, two hours. What was your impression at the end? 100% he did it? Oh, yeah. 100 percent i mean that's what judith regan said yeah. by the way she said uh she a- absolutely is convinced that he was the murderer there is no doubt in my mind and she was the one she, she was the person she was doing the interview there but the other part of this which i think is kind of interesting is she was also the book publisher and i think it makes an interesting case against our daily moral outrages that we all have because this interview and this book was supposed to come out back in 2006 mm-hmm. and everyone got like super excited and angry about it and she got fired over it and the book pulled the, the, the you know, they pulled the book they canceled the special I mean, this is a man essentially a, a confessing to a murder i wish we had this information this many years ago mm-hmm. instead everyone got so fired up for like two days and they pulled well, everything because, wait 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 because there's a difference i mean i guess we're watching it as history now before we were watching it to sell a book 
Yeah, but it was also history. It was 12 years before. And it was, here's a man. I mean, it would have been nice to know. I would have been, I would have liked Did to Did you really learn this. anything new here, Pat? Uh, no, not necessarily. It just cemented everything I believed. It just, it made it, it crystallized it in my mind that, yeah, there's, I mean, he did it. When he's looking, he, did it. he doesn't look at her. He doesn't look at the camera when he's talking about hypothetical. He looks off and he looks down when he's talking about those things. And then mm-hmm. when he says, you know, when he gives the details, have you noticed that he's looking up and he's looking yeah. at her? And he yeah. slips into that first person thing. He's describing yeah. it. I mean, he probably thought he, that he could make a, a lot of money. And, and if he, like if someone probably came, probably Judith Regan came to him and said, hey, if you actually confess to this thing, you're, you're already cleared of it. So you've already, you know, you've already gone through the whole trial and everything. So you confess to it now. It'll be the biggest book of all time. And he thought, well, I need to, you know, I can't admit to it, but I'll do it as a hypothetical. Either that or he's, he's looking for some way to admit it without admitting mm-hmm. it in some psychological thing. But I just don't think he's that guy. I think there's, I don't think he there's cares. some part yeah. of him, though, that, that wants to be loved, that has to be loved. Yeah. That um, he made the comment several times that I thought I built up enough goodwill and then I was really surprised how quickly people turned on me. Well, when you cut I, somebody's well, head off, yeah, yeah we. I, I mean, people were when he was in the Bronco chase. Everybody supported him. Go yeah. OJ, go! And I think that was the case until all the preponderance of evidence started, you know, cascading out in the trial. That's when people turned. Yeah, and you see, they that were in- with him the whole time. I was until it turned out to be uh, you couldn't deny it. Yeah. I mean, it shows that in the polling, too. Over the years, people have a, a, a actually, even the African-American uh, community, which yeah. was very supportive initially, yeah. has turned on him. Because we know that that was about politics. We, we had made that about restitution. We had yeah. made that about finally a, a black man can beat the system. And one of the jurors actually admitted that in one yeah. of the recent documentaries. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, so that's, I, it, the other thing that's interesting about this, too, is he says he dropped the glove. Um, which he's like, I can't remember, but I know I dropped it at some point. Because it was in the trial. Right. They yeah, found it. Yeah. And they it kind of gets rid of the whole defense, yeah, which was they planted the glove. Right. Right. Like he's saying he dropped right. it. <laughs> Very bizarre. And he talks about how he took off the clothes and, and apparently Charlie disposed of them for him. Uh, really amazing stuff. OJ Simpson. Aren't we glad we played political part of politics with a guy that all people in America pretty much now would agree, yeah, he should have gone to prison. He chopped the head off of two different Oh, no, people. no, that was hypothetical. That was, a hy- that was yeah. just a hypothetical, <laughs> guys. Yeah, right. what, what were you saying? Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.